Welcome, abundant babe. I have been waiting for you, and I get the feeling I know you pretty well already. Because like me, you are the visionary, the eternal optimist, the one who embraces all aspects of her intuitive divine feminine while being grounded with ambitious and driven energy. You've got big dreams and you're ready to make it all happen. Well, let me tell you, soul sister, you've come to the right place. The Abundant Babe podcast is designed for goddesses just like you. We will talk about purposeful business, personal growth, mindset, money, manifestation, success, goals, all with a splash of woo and always a tad of silliness. I know you've got it in you and now is the time, beautiful. Trust in yourself and take action on what myself and other abundant babes share in this sacred space. And believe me, babe, your life will continue to change and expand. I'm your host, Viola Hug, multi-passionate entrepreneur, vision alignment coach, and holistic nutritionist. It is so great to have you here. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, everyone. This is the Abundant Babes podcast. This is your host, Viola Hug, and I am here with an incredible person today. So she is a spirit conduit and a, an intuitive healing coach, which is just an incredible line of work. And I so get fired up speaking about these sorts of topics, all this woo-woo stuff. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know you do too. So yay. Um, today we're going to be talking about a whole range of things, I'm sure, but really focusing on the chakra system because there is so much power in understanding the energy that flows through us on a daily basis. And really we're going to be talking about how to get to know the different chakras within your body, how to tell when they're giving you messages and how to realign yourself when they are out of alignment. So it's going to be so much value today and I'm so grateful to have you here. Please welcome Hannah Joy. Thank you so much. Excited to be here. Woohoo! So tell us, Hannah, who are you? Share a little bit of your story. Let the audience know what you're all about. Well, I think woo-woo was definitely a good word to put in there at the start. So thanks for the introduction. Um, I am a woo-woo girl. I've been a woo-woo girl my whole life. Mm-hmm. And my story, I guess, is coming back into being woo-woo uh, mm-hmm. after years of feeling like woo-woo wasn't safe, woo-woo wasn't allowed. Um, So a big part of my story is mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, I came out a lot about my spiritual gifts and then had that, had that, um, I guess, dissected by the wrong people (laughs) and went through a journey really of being out of alignment and trying to find my center um, in in a world that at that point in time wasn't accepting so much this whole woo-woo phase that's now coming in now um and so a big part of my story is how I used my spirituality to heal a lot of the stuff that was happening in my body and in my mind Mm -hmm. um and yeah how I just found empowerment and joy through that process yeah exactly which is also why I think your um Hannah Joy is so fitting as well (laughs) yeah blessed to have it as my middle name (laughs) yeah exactly and so uh obviously you've been through your own personal journey with, um, you know, mental health and obviously always having that, uh, pull and interest and inclination towards the more spiritual aspects of life. But, um, as you know, (laughs) every good story goes, like you had the hardship and you, you were tore down 
and you were made to believe everything you believed was wrong. And so it's an incredibly empowering process to be able to bring yourself back to that stage where you go, actually, you know what? No, like, screw you. I'm (laughs) going to do me. Um, And so I find the work that you do really beautiful as well, because having been through something like that, which I'm sure many people can relate to, whether it be like the exact type of thing or something similar, you know, a similar type of experience. Um, Share a little bit more about like um, what you do in your work. So what I do in my work is really connect people back into spirit and help them. I I really like the word empowerment with my work because Mm -hmm. it's not about me um, delivering messages from spirit and then, you know, kind of going, okay, come back next week, come back next week. Um, but instead really integrating that working with spirit isn't just getting guidance about what's happening next month, what's happening next year. Mm. It's reconnecting you back in with your higher self and what your soul's potential is calling in for you. So mm-hmm. um, whether it's in a spirit conduit reading or an intuitive healing session, it's recognizing someone's blocks um, mm-hmm. and the things that are Um, blocking them maybe from a past life experience or Mm. a present life experience and then empowering them through the process of having those blocks removed to Mm. step into what their soul's calling in for them. Mm. Yeah, that's so awesome. I love it. And I think that word empowerment is so key as well because uh, it is so true that we all have that like powerful gift within us, right? It's learning to get to know that voice and trust it and all those beautiful things. So um, obviously a massive conversation with that is the chakra system, right? So, I mean, I don't know if the listeners, I'm, I'm sure you've heard the word before because it is a bit of a buzzword and you've probably seen like the seven colored mat or wall hangings when you've gone into shops or someone's house. And so, I mean, the concept of what they are, I think people have heard of them, but I'm not sure how well people really understand them. Like, would you be able to introduce the audience to the chakra system in your own words? Yeah, for sure. So the chakra system is really, really powerful when it comes to aligning into our body and our human experience um, and connecting us through to, to spirit. So it is an amazing, I guess, navigation tool. It's kind of like what I would call the spiritual GPS. <laughs> Um, for connecting us into that channeled source energy that flows through our body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there are the seven main systems, but I know that you've alluded in the past in some of your work to how there are lots of different energy centers in the body, but mm-hmm. the main ones are the root chakra, which really like centers you into the ground and connects you in with Mother Earth and the Gaia energy. Mm-hmm. And then through there you go into your sacral, which is all of your, I guess the main center around that is sexuality and creative energy. And that tantric energy isn't just um, intimate connection. It's also like that creative juice that flows through from source. Mm. Um, your solar plexus, which is all about like your personal empowerment and it really connects in with the throat chakra as well, like your self-expression and who you are and your stability of what your your purpose-driven life is to be here and what you're here to create. Mm. Um, and then my favorite one, which is the heart chakra, all about mm. love and connection and um, that vibration that connects us individually and with other souls on the planet. 
mm-hmm. the throat, your expression, um, how you communicate, how you share your voice. And also I feel like the throat chakra is really connected in with things that you find are out of alignment in the planet and the things that trigger you mm-hmm. and like how you're coming here to like shake those up and realign those. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course you get into the more spiritual ones, the more woo woo ones, um, mm-hmm. So you've got your third eye and your crown, which is your intuition centers and then um, connecting you into source and God energy and all of that abundant free flow. And when I think when one of them is out of alignment, it's um, a really good telltale sign and trigger for, for you to be able to sense into what's happening in your body physically and know, okay, that's because I need to now go and work on that. So that's why I call it the GPS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I so agree with you as well, because I remember when I was first learning um, my own connection with spirit and um, I guess understanding my own definition of what this energetic force is, that indescribable energy that we all feel to some extent, you know, that, um, that feeling when I was coming into understanding that the chakras was one of the first things that I really started to resonate with. And I found for me coming from a nutrition background, I was like so obsessed with understanding how to nourish our chakras. And it became such a fun experience as well, because, you know, the chakras are in the color of the rainbow. And in nutrition, we always say eat the rainbow because of all the different benefits of the different nutrients that come from different colored foods. And so I love learning about that aspect as well, which is fun. But um, so shall we go through um, that GPS system? Like, should we go through the different chakras and kind of talk about how to get to know them, how they resonate with us and really what we can do to bring ourselves back into alignment in each of the areas? Yeah, that sounds great. Cool. Um, So I guess we'll start with the root chakra, Mm -hmm. which I really like personifying it with Mother Gaia, like Mm -hmm. Earth Energy, Um, animals, nature, um, and I think grounding work is really, really important at the moment, and that's one of the main um, focus points around that centre when you're trying to connect in with it and align it, um, is spending time outdoors. You know, we're in such a highly stimulated society where um, there's a lot of emphasis on being around technology all the time, and that disconnect is happening more and more and more, so we have to make a real focused point of getting out and and disconnecting. Um, and I think when when this chakra is out of alignment, we're not grounded, we're constantly busy, we're, we get really flighty and can feel like that anxious sensation in the body. Mm. Um, and so just having that reminder that when we're in that state of busyness, actually telling ourselves that we are allowed to go outside and play, we're allowed to you know go down to the beach, give ourselves an hour or whatever, because mm. um, it will make us more productive in the end. Mm. Yeah. But I think the disconnection from technology Technology is like the biggest one with with this particular chakra yeah and I mean uh, correct me if I'm wrong but from my understanding as well like a lot of that electricity stuff that we experience like I mean the fact that we're able to zoom call and then upload it onto a podcast for people to listen to around the world like that energy is a lot more of that like upper chakra energy it's like almost more the woo-woo what we can't see so it also like often takes us out of our body like in that sounds like really crazy, but you know, like it lifts our energy out outside of us. So we can't be as grounded and like have that strong foundation to really know what we're working towards in life. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And also like with the root chakra as well, it's a lot about our safety and security and that, Mm -hmm. that aspect. Right. And so like making us feel like when, when we're grounded in our root chakra, we also feel like so much more secure in our finances and our basic needs in life and um, our shelter and food and you know basic things we need to be alive yeah yeah and nutrients I mean this is your your area but um really like I feel when people are getting into habits with addiction and substance and that kind of stuff or you know sugar addiction and not balancing their diet this Mm. is like the quickest telltale sign that chakra is out of alignment as well Um, because you're not you're not eating foods that are like from from that earth-based energy that are there to fulfill you and connect you in Mm. and I think as well there can be I wouldn't say a danger but when you're connecting in with source and really like developing those higher chakras as well Mm. there is such an important um, need to ground and connect back in with the earth as well and realize that I feel and have channeled that our our purpose for being here right now is to heal that earth energy and to heal, you know, Mother Gaia. So mm-hmm. making sure that we're also, as much as we're coming into more awareness, that we're not actually from here, <laughs> as per se, um, that we build that relationship with her as well and that we take care of her. So, mm. And I think it's just so cool because whether or not you believe in any of this stuff, like which I know the people listening are, we're preaching to the choir, but um, it's like, you can see that trend around the world because why else would there be so many people like our generation really feels this need to fix the world. Like we have more people than ever who are interested in cleaning up the waterways, cleaning up the ocean, putting like better recycling and reusing practices in place, like going more plant-based for the environment and for the animals, like everything that's kind of been messed up (laughs) up till this point, like our generation feels this need to fix it. And that's not a bad thing, you know, it's, it's kind of cool. And yeah. And so that's, I so resonate with that as well, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, totally. And I think as well, the other point I'll make is that this center is so much about connection as well. So it does relate quite highly to that heart chakra based, like connection with our fellow human being, Yeah, understanding that we're not alone in our journey here and that our purpose is connected. And I think pulling away from this, like, um, patriarchal old paradigm thing of you know me myself and I and really Mm -hmm. understanding that in this journey and when we're going through integrations um grounding into that feeling of like that tribal communal um energy yeah yeah and that's being built a lot now with you know communities on on social media and just people really feeling into that oh actually collectively we can achieve more than the individual yeah exactly Mm -hmm. that whole collaboration talk it's so good yeah so good yeah what an exciting time to be alive I know we're so pleased (laughs) I know so um so definitely so to recap with that basically the biggest um thing we can do to support our root chakra is really that grounding energy of being in nature am I correct yeah yeah and filling ourselves with really good like high nutrient mama earth based foods you know yeah root vegetables and everything as well right Yeah. yeah and also lots and lots of water and I feel as well like like play is a big element, you know, getting out and like, you know, playing in the mud, like feeling the energy and doing like, I love doing tree angels, like outside on the grass and like, you know, go and actually be a hippie, hug a tree. Like (laughs) (laughs) that's one of my favorite ways to, to connect back in with her and to just, I think animals as well. 
yeah spending time around birds and um and dogs and cats and like feeling into their energy because that's one of the quickest ways to personify mother nature mm. Mm, that's so funny um like my husband he always jokes around that when um we go for walks in nature they take three times as long as for normal people because I stopped to hug like almost every tree <laughs> I love it. I know. And I do this thing where I like, um, when I see like, well, any tree, I'm just like, I love you. Pass it on. <laughs> because I know that like how trees, like I have, I have a low key obsession with trees. Um, but you know how they actually communicate, they send electromagnetic like little signals between each other and they communicate via their root system. So like if any sort of, um, threat or anything enters a forest, whether it be like something fungal or someone like and wanting to clear cut or anything, they um, actually communicate and they send antibodies out. They like send up to the mother and the father trees, which every like set of trees has like a mother and a father. And then they like send antibodies and it's just like this whole like magical experience that friggin' excites me. So I always feel like if I tell one that I love it and they pass it on, they'll all know soon enough. <laughs> I just love that. And I love the way that you described that because that's what's happening collectively with humanity now at the moment as well. Like we're yeah. really- feeling into that truly caring for one another truly like raising each other's vibration because it all feeds back into the one collective consciousness Mm, mm, amazing cool so um up next we have the sacral chakra yeah this is my current current center my current um chakra that I don't I wouldn't say out of alignment but that I'm really working on healing and empowering and like Mm -hmm. raising vibration of and this one is just so connected to creative energy, which is in, a, in essence tantra and, and sexual energy as well. Um, and I feel just with the with the energy that we're coming out of that, you know, that patriarchal oppression thing, mm-hmm. you know, building awareness around saying, you know, saying the word sex and saying that that's okay and that that is actually just an energy force and it's. Um, and it's something to flow through us and to and to really like utilize and coming into awareness of what that energy is because it hasn't been spoken about publicly you know fully Mm. for so long Mm. Um, once you can tap into that energy and understand that it can be accessed anywhere Mm -hmm. um, I feel like it's the key connector to abundance and um, with the clients that I work with and now working on myself as well I've noticed how closely aligned body movement and body awareness and coming into that flow through your own body can open you up to receiving abundance in all forms, whether it's love or money or gifts or, yeah. Yeah, I totally um, resonate with that as well and agree with that. Um, I obviously agree with everything you're saying, so (laughs) that blanket statement out there. Um, But, yeah, it is just so crazy as well because um, I do feel that um, out of all of the centers, like, I mean, different, they're they're all connected in a sense, but out of all centers, it's probably one that's been one of the most, like, um, it's got the most heavy-duty, like, societal conditioning from decades and decades and decades of being taught things the wrong way so both when it comes to things like our creativity mm-hmm. with um also when it comes to sexuality also when it comes to money and they're also interrelated and and also my understanding of this as well is like it um, in that sense, it's our energy with um, partnerships as well. So like um, partnerships, if we're coaches, it's our clients. If, if it's in a relationship, it's our, um, you know, significant other. If it's our 
friendships, it's the friends in our life, like how we um, allow creativity and um, those kind of like uplifting, playful pleasure senses to roll through us really dictate as well the um, fulfillment or success or whatever you want to call it that we have in any of those relationships in our life as well. Yeah, totally. Mm -hmm. And I think we've been told a story for so long that that to gain to gain success and to have you know like abundance flow that we need to that we need to punish and that you know that we need to work hard and that things need to be hard because you know and it kind of always makes me think of Monsters Inc and how like you know like they get all the screens and that's how they power and then they have this aha moment that laughter is so much more powerful and that's how I really like use that metaphor or analogy for what's happening at the moment. Oh my God, so good. Energy and being like, oh, we're allowed to play. Like I'm allowed to take a holiday with my children and like really experience just not working for a moment and abundance is still going to (laughs) flow. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting seeing, seeing the awareness of this build. And I think Mm. really, opening up a space for people to talk and feel like they can without shame because yeah. this is the center for shame for, yeah for True. humiliation for like oh no don't talk about that hush hush and and then it becomes blocked to the point where no one can even say out loud that this is something that they're struggling with oh my god yeah and mm-hmm. like it, um, I'm sure you know it but I just the name of it's leaving my mind at the moment but it's like scale of all the different emotions and how um how like their actual vibration like and they've been able to quantify them on an actual scale of mm. like some sort of vibration and shame and guilt are actually the absolute lowest vibrations that we can feel mm. and you're right they do live in that center and um it's time to let that shit go man yeah yeah <laughs> so like, last paradigm <laughs> yeah 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 totally totally that's like the best way to catchphrase it <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah so um what would be like some telltale signs if this was out of alignment like where would you really feel that would you feel the shame or like what are some other examples I think some of the telltale signs are obviously a, if you're having like blocks in the bedroom, definitely. But also when it comes to expressing your love, like with other forms of relationships, you know, like really feeling blocked around, you know how sometimes you feel that like you want to give someone a compliment, but you're like, Oh, like what if that comes across a little bit too much or, you know, like that, that block around really like expressing your love in that kind of sense. And also if you're noticing definitely like self-love around the body and really coming into awareness of like how amazing your physical self is. It's like the disconnect between your mind and like, yeah, like actually if you're not able to stand in the mirror and like go, wow, like I love my flesh. Like I'm so juicy, no matter what shape you are, Mm. there is definitely a blockage there. Mm -hmm. Um, But also if you're noticing that abundance isn't flowing financially or like love abundance is not flowing, clear telltale sign that this area is blocked because you're really trying to receive and you're working hard. You're psychologically like subconsciously blocking stuff from coming in without really so it's a lot about like if we're not able to receive it's probably within our sacral chakra yeah like if you if someone gives you a compliment and you can't say oh thank you like you're like oh no 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 I didn't do that you know really easy telltale sign yeah and so what would be some ways that we can reconnect with that um and bring that back into alignment like are there foods or practices or things we can do 
I think one of the first ones is like to tell your story to find someone that you feel comfortable talking about it with, especially when it comes to sexuality Mm -hmm. or um, the second one as well is definitely body movement. Mm -hmm. Like yoga is amazing. um, As you all know, um, Mm -hmm. dance, um, belly dancing, which I'm going to go and try soon. Um, Yeah. Just really like moving, moving in your body, but also talking to your body, having a dialogue with those centers of your body um and practicing love and even if like for me one of my favorite ones is like being in the bath and actually just like speaking to the areas that I feel particularly vulnerable about yeah first it might feel a little bit funny if you're not in a space of love around your tummy or you know your legs or whatever it might be but actually just using that that psychology with the words to start sending that vibration into your body yeah yeah cool so up next Mm, solar plexus yeah um this one is definitely around I definitely feel that this one is very purpose um fulfillment and 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 standing in your power yeah I think um understanding what your superpower is yeah um and I think it's the joy center as well like that real yellow vibration of like happiness and fulfillment when you're really in alignment with doing what lights you up Mm -hmm. Um, and I think one of the reasons as a society that this one can be out of alignment collectively is we've been given this part and parcel kind of like structure, you know, go to school, um, you need to be educated in this way, this is the particular career. It's kind of like playing the game of life <laughs> and you get five choices and just try and fit into one of these boxes and good luck. <laughs> um, and instead, like, allowing that, that belief that if something makes you really excited, even if it is literally just walking your dog or, like, being around animals, you can make a career out of that. Mm. Like, making your life the thing that lights you up um, mm. and really shifting that story that we're told when we're young that you need to go and be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, this is, yeah. this is purpose. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This is definitely a center that I feel um, a lot more at peace with now. But I know as a child, this is where I really struggled because I like to describe my um, my journey as like this inner visionary that couldn't stand in her own power. And a huge part of my lesson in life has been how to stand in that power. And like you said earlier, it is so closely related to the throat chakra as well, which we'll get to. But it's like, not only could I not even say out loud what it is that I believed um, confidently, but it was like, I almost felt shame to even say it, like, or think it, you know, like even thinking it, because I also was so confused because of all the conditioning in the world that I didn't even know if it's what I wanted yeah Um, and I guess like the best way to find out is just to try it (laughs) and you'll find out if you like it or not yeah but just sitting there like doing nothing and waiting is never gonna allow you to um move into that space more yeah yeah and I think this is like where removing limiting beliefs and removing stories around previous generations that weren't in that paradigm of acceptance and allowing and actually having the freedom to do what we love Mm. um, is really important and I think one of one of my quickest tools for coming into alignment with this space is being around children Oh yeah, um, like those little you know new babies and like little toddlers that they're just like I want to do this (laughs) and 
I think they're the ones that we should be getting our wisdom from, not necessarily like the experiences of those who in this kind of space who are generations above us, but really like getting into that vibration of, of, of playing. Yeah. Being in joy and, and actually like removing the word should from our vocabulary. Mm. Not, not should like what feels great. I'm going to go and do that because when you're in that space and you get on that path, it kind of reminds me of like Crash Bandicoot where they used to have like the little like zoom arrows. <laughs> it's like once you're on. Yeah. You're on that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the zoom vibe once you yeah. actually get into joy. Yeah. Yeah. And also I know um, the sun is also a great space to empower your uh, solar plexus chakra because it basically is like the sun that lives within us. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That beam of like warmth and energy and like, mm. yeah. Yeah. And on a nutrition level, I I know a lot about this one as well because I had so many like, I had, it took me a long time to get to know this one. <laughs> but um, it loves, um, like, because it, in terms of our anatomy, it's kind of like our digestive system and everything. So it, um, it really has a lot of love for um, warm drinks and soups and that kind of thing so really nourishing things chamomile tea and that kind of thing is really great as well for just like giving it a little love yeah yeah totally and like yeah saunas and like I don't know like hot stone massages that's like my mm. fave yeah um, yeah but laughter like humor and laughter that and belly laughter <laughs> yeah total like, yeah go to one of those like belly laughter yoga things or oh my god I so need to do that <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah it's about silliness and I think that's why it's also so closely related with the sacral chakra mm. which can make us feel really like oh I can't do this and I've got an adult and just removing that feeling of having to adult and reminding yourself of how fancy free you were when you were four and you just removing the expectation of what other people think yeah, and associating ourselves from what would they think if I did that? And it's kind of going, well, so what? Like just think about what lights you up and then yeah. the tribe will come in and the people who don't serve then that's fine. Mm. Yeah. 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 So your favorite, the heart chakra. Oh, love. <laughs> I'm such a romantic at heart. Um, heart being the, the word here. Um, so, yes, obviously this is the love center and it's all about connection um, mm-hmm. and, and sharing who you are with others. Mm-hmm. But also not just about heart bases around relationships in the physical dimension, but also around building your connection with source energy mm-hmm. and connecting with your guides and that amazing love vibration that spirit is sending down into us and has always been, you know, attempting to do. Um, and so I think around the heart chakra just... The expansion that starts to come as you connect with spirit is one of my favorite things when it comes to this, but also like the vulnerability that we feel whenever we're out of a state of connection with others and when we haven't felt our tribe and when we've been um, brokenhearted or rejected, it's one of our most vulnerable centers from that perspective because I feel and I've channeled from spirit that when we experience heartbreak, it reminds us of our disconnection from that source love vibration that we come from. Mm. Um, And that's what can be so challenging. 
Mm. Um, and so I find that with healing heartbreak and healing rejection and not feeling connected, mm-hmm. one of the quickest ways to heal this center is to really work on building your connection with spirit. Mm-hmm. And this, the building blocks for building your connection with spirit is building your connection with self, mm. coming into self-love and removing any of the stories that you tell yourself about why you're not worthy or how mm. you're not enough. Um, but it's also one of, I think, one of the most challenging chakras to work through mm-hmm. because it, it requires vulnerability. Mm. Um, and it can be a painful, very emotional process. Mm-hmm. But through breaking through those barriers and opening up the heart, mm. um, you're just, yeah, you're receptive to so much amazing, like bubbly energy, joy-filled abundance. Yeah. Um, And this is like one that I literally felt physical shifts in my body through when I was working on my heart chakra. And for me personally, like an experience, like, cause the heart chakra is either pink or green. And um, around the time that I was working on my chakra system and getting to know it is when I personally was getting called to eat more plants and move away from eating animal-based products. And the more that I ate plants, the more I felt an opening in my chakra. And it was almost like, um, for me, my experience anyway, is that for a very, very long time, I had a massive disconnect in my heart chakra because I was disconnected from the way I was living my life. I didn't truly have... um, like I didn't meet the connections of everything. And I was someone who was wanting to look from a space of love and compassion, not only for myself, but for others as well. Mm -hmm. And when I started to realize that I was actually acting out of alignment in some areas, and it wasn't even like that, it was like, oh my God, I'm so bad. It was just like, slowly I was being called to make changes and slowly I was seeing things in a different way. And then all of a sudden, and I wasn't even meaning to necessarily work on my heart chakra, but I could feel physical shifts in my chest. And it was just like, and the more I felt that, the more I suddenly loved myself as well. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I love myself. Like, and I, you know, and I could um, see all, you know, those things that we look back on and that we may have done in the past that we feel shame or regret about. Um, You know, suddenly I was seeing myself in a different way and I was like looking at myself with compassion and love. And I was like, you know what, it's okay. And um, you know, I'm going to energetically send a hug to that version of myself. And um, yeah, it was just like so many beautiful shifts happened as I started to work on my own heart chakra. Um, yeah. I know what you mean about it being such a powerful center. Mm, totally. And also the other thing that I always think as well, it's like the middle chakra, right? It's the, it's really where the root chakra, our connection to the earth and our connection to source energy meet in the middle. Mm, totally. And it's the melding between um like human self and human experience and spiritual experience yep. so definitely relate to what you're saying about the the meeting point yeah um, for sure and I've just gone through that experience recently myself like as you know um mm-hmm. stopped eating meat 18 days ago mm-hmm. um, and I felt that over the last couple of weeks like real intense heart pain but it wasn't I wasn't associating it with like oh gosh I'm sick it was mm-hmm. like I'm expanding like mm-hmm. that whole center was just like bursting open yeah that's exactly how I would describe yeah. it. it was almost like this physical expansion feeling and I was like oh, yeah. oh my God, so much love. <laughs> hold on <laughs> yeah. yeah so interesting yeah, yeah. but mm. no I love this one so much because I'm just I'm just a love person mm. like I've, I had I've had friends in the past describe me as having like a heart as big as a bus <laughs> Like, I'm just like, love, 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 love. 
Mm. Um, but I think relationships um, and like trying to heal the center from this perspective, understanding that to manifest the soulmate relationship, you have to marry yourself. You have mm. to come into love with yourself because if you're not in that place yet of really expanding in yourself, mm. you're not going to really truly be able to manifest that that divine like intimate amazing like spellbounding disney princess like connection with someone yeah yeah Absolutely. yeah yeah so all about love yeah all the goji vibes <laughs> yeah i know and it's funny because even as we're talking about it now i'm like feeling all lovey <laughs> yeah feeling all the tingles <laughs> yeah. um so expression comes next right through our throat chakra yeah yeah I feel a lot of people have problems with this one. <laughs> oh, totally totally but it's starting to lift because of you know things like the me too movement and mm. like you know all of the empowerment stuff especially around sacred femininity at the moment yeah. um, and shaving away the fear of really standing in your power about what shakes you up what upsets you what do you feel isn't in alignment um and I think it's such a, it's definitely a really poignant chakra at the moment. And I think it's the one that collectively is starting to, to shake up and raise because I've noticed over the last couple of months, like I get quite full on almost like sinus infection type, like full, like pains in my, in my neck. And it's like, there's this expansion going on similar to the heart one. And it's raising the whole way through because we're raising our vibration collectively. Um, and this one, yeah, is just about, when something is affecting you not only personally but like collectively to how you connect to others mm-hmm. standing in that and sharing that yeah um and I think as well this one is around truth yeah and a lot of the truth around like the systems in our world and um corruption and all of that kind of stuff I've had a collective download from my guides that and a lot of us have as well that that is all coming to the surface now and is being cleansed and healed. Hence yeah. that like throat chakra is opening up and no one's allowed to hide their dirty secrets anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I personally resonate with that so much as well because it's like suddenly like saying things that I was, and I think it's also growth, but still like I, I personally feel so much less, tension within my throat chakra but a man I struggled with it because I mean public speaking was a massive phobia of mine which is you know I mean telltale for throat chakra as well because um I mean what's fearful about speaking in front of people nothing but (laughs) clearly something um and then also um when I was I think I was around 13 I started getting so many throat issues and I suffered suffered with throat problems until I was probably in my early 20s early to mid 20s and man it's so like it's so crazy but it's like also when I look at what was shifting in my life around the time that I stopped having throat issues it was because I was standing up for myself a little bit more and I wasn't as afraid to say something that I thought you know yeah Mm. Yeah. And it's about like, definitely about speaking your truth, but also I feel so many people can end up like following the status quo and following what their, what their peer group says or what society expects and says as well. Mm. And just so badly wanting to fit in. Yeah. 
that that can really like damage this area when you're just you know putting putting on your facade wearing your wearing your guise and your makeup for the day and then going home and like being yourself for maybe two minutes like personally (laughs) yeah um, that this is the time now to go actually I might think something different to my friend but if I actually speak my truth around my friend maybe she's not going to reject me maybe she's Mm -hmm. actually going to appreciate that I've got something different to bring to the pot Mm. Uh, and that's why I really like that rainbow thing that you said earlier because it's all about actually going oh I can be totally myself my weird woo-woo or whatever it is self and people can love me for the fact that I'm a different flavor yeah Um, yeah (laughs) totally I so agree I actually was just having like a quick reflection I think yesterday I was having a moment of growth with my throat chakra (laughs) And probably more than just my throat chakra, but I was on two interviews yesterday and, um, and at the end of the night, I started feeling this like really sickening feeling and it was like, and I, and I recognize the feeling because it's one that I, um, often feel and it's like this, yeah, it's like almost a shame type feeling. It's a very heavy feeling, but, um, I've learned to recognize it and release it because I always just ask like, where are you from? And you like a lot of times it's not me because I'm known for picking up other people's energy, but this time it was me. And I was thinking, what the heck's going on? So I was asking where I'd come from. And it was because I was fearful around what I said in those interviews would make people think less of me, would judge me for what I said or that I didn't say the right things. And I was thinking, oh my God, that's so interesting that I'm still like dealing with that. Not that I'm perfect. Like I know I still have growth in every area, but it is just like so overwhelming that I actually felt like almost shaky and it was hard. Like it took me quite a while to shake it off. Like it wasn't until I was in bed and I was like talking to my husband about it and kind of like really able to let it go. But it was just the most bizarre thing ever. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So much of it. And I think one of the things for healing this that can really help with that and that is collectively going on as well is that we've been told this story of like, oh, don't, don't express your pain. Don't express your anger, like Mm -hmm. smile, you know, good girl smile and just keep it all under wraps and really understanding that there is power. And if you're feeling angry, like, you know, going for a drive by yourself and just having a good scream or pressing <laughs> yeah. that through dance and like just yeah. letting that anger out or doing a martial art. And now yeah. is the time to, to express your emotion, but in a constructive way. Yeah. So if you're feeling sadness, don't, don't feel anxious that you've got to quickly get that sadness. I've got 10 minutes to be sad and now I've got to go on, you know, like have that cry and just let it out. And mm. yeah. Yeah. And what you find as well is if you really allow yourself to move into an emotion, it releases so much quicker. Definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So next is our third eye. Yeah. Oh, these are my favorite too. These last two. <laughs> well, they're all my favorites, but all of the spiritual ones for sure. Cause I'm this woo woo. Um, so the third eye chakra around intuition and mm-hmm. starting to really tap into your guides and and hear them and know that they're there. And it's kind of like coming back into meeting your imaginary friends. Mm. <laughs> like the way that I see it is like when you're a little girl and you have your imaginary friends and then you get to that age where they're like, okay, so it's time for them to go now because we're adulting <laughs> and you've got to break up with your imaginary friends. They don't exist. They've left the building. And then you come to this point where you're like, oh, they've actually been there the whole time, but I've literally just been like muting them because I wasn't allowed kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, And recognizing that those like 
gut feeling signs or like having that voice in your head that you know actually isn't your own voice it's someone else's voice and removing that conditioning that that is a thing um is where this chakra can be really really fun Mm. Uh, like building your spirit team and knowing that at no point in your life are you ever alone because you're surrounded by this like awesome like pad of people that are just like holding the flag for you yeah and it's also like kind of um I guess feeling that you are supported in in what you do like not even not just physically like in our physical realm like how mother earth shows us Mm -hmm. but also um with those desires and those goals and those visions we have for ourselves we're supported in that yeah Mm. yeah totally and like it's like this almost like this power of constant prayer that every thought that you think every feeling that you have is being sended to those guides to those ascended masters whoever is working with you to 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 download up to them for them to go okay cool let's get onto this let's send the person that she needs let's Mm -hmm. um, create the course that she needs and someone else is going to advertise it in her area and she's going to go like those amazing synchronicities that you feel when when you've been thinking about something and then all of a sudden a friend rings you and they're like, Oh, I'm thinking about doing this. And you're just like, okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, when you start to really open up this area and I think the first step for me was really like delving into meditation yeah. um, and playing around in that. Um, what is that state that you talk about going from like the, um, going from the this the like physical state and the body of being really on to the state where you're like more relaxed. Yeah, or the parasympathetic nervous yeah. system. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and like allowing yourself into that to really drop. I feel into a space of full vulnerability. Mm-hmm. To yeah, um, is like the quickest way I feel to really start accessing that if you're not yeah. already in that space. Yeah, so meditation is kind of like a huge one for this for the mm-hmm. third eye chakra. Yeah, yeah, and sleep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, and sleep. I'll do that one. <laughs> um, and setting that intention with your sleep and your dreams, but also a lot more through the crown chakra as well. Yeah. 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 So so should we move because I guess like they so tie into each other as well. Like should we move into the crown chakra a little or yeah. yeah. These two are definitely married to one another. Mm. So it's, I, I, the way that I see it is like this the the third eye chakra is like the little center they're like the earbuds that you've got with like your like team in your ear that's like letting you know what's going on you know yeah (laughs) the secret agent earbuds (laughs) um and then the crown chakra is where you can just really build that channel like that full pillar of like beam me up scotty i've got this like whole realm out there that is like you know disconnected from the space that i'm in here Mm. um and understanding that there is so much more than what we can expect from ourselves and really releasing ourselves from the ego and from the human experience Yeah, that, I mean, you can, you can like have manifestation visions and visualizations for what you want for your life. But even with that, like you can never tap into just, just how much like potential is for you. Yeah. Um, And I think like for me working with the Akashic records and really understanding like soul's path and soul's potential in this particular chakra energy um, and knowing that you've had like thousands and thousands of experiences as a soul, but also that there's like thousands more yet to be had and really that like timeline continuum is cool. Yeah, for sure. Mm. Oh, there's so much. (laughs) Unknown that it's like so exciting. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Mm. so much creativity, like 
of knowing that you are actually God in your own body. Like we are all connected to God energy. Yeah. So knowing that there is no limitation to what you can create for your life. It's Mm. just when you start to really connect into those higher centers, knowing and understanding that the limitations that are there are only the ones that you put on yourself through Mm -hmm. really being stuck in your human experience. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Are there there any um, other things you can do to um, help support the crown chakra? Um, I think the first one for me in my experience starting to come into the plant-based diet is actually removing toxins from the body. Yeah. So like, you know, removing, removing substances, removing alcohol, definitely. That's, that's really helped me to open up. Yeah. And removing anything that you know is toxic for you, like yeah. really heavy foods that are processed. Like, yeah, I'm definitely becoming an advocate for the plant-based diet. Yeah. Um, and even though I'm still in the transition myself. And then the next one would definitely be co-creating with other masters as well. Like yeah. if you're if you're starting with meditation, that's great. If you're using Oracle cards, it's a really good start. But also finding someone around you that that you would see as being more masterful than yourself and connecting in with those like because the group energy is so powerful Mm, yeah start activating those chakras and like going to like crystal bowl ceremonies Mm. and um, ayahuasca type experiences and breath work all that kind of stuff when you're able to build the collective because it's almost like they show me this visual of how like being God source energy in your own body. If there's like 10 of you all connected together, there's so much more that can be achieved from yeah. that. Yeah. It's a synergistic effect, right? It's like one plus one, no longer equals two, it equals 10. And then yeah. you add in a third person and you're 50 and you know, like it's just so much extra energy and it, it's just, yeah. Cause yeah, you're so right. And it's, that's why as well, like group, meditations for like healing the earth and that kind of thing are so powerful as well like of course you can um make a massive impact by sending the earth some love yourself but if you do it as a collective as well it's gonna just like boom explode the energy yeah and I think the thing that's helped me expand so much is actually like taking myself to fear camp Mm -hmm. and if I'm noticing a fear that's coming up going right I see you like I'm gonna crush this (laughs) what is this thing? And just running into the things that make you scared. Yeah. You know, like instead of running away from them and going, Ooh, like spiritual expansion comes from going, Ooh, I'm scared of public speaking. Right. Find myself a public speaking course, practice yeah. it. Like, <laughs> just like the, the real, like, what do they call it? The journey of the peaceful warrior is just through actually journeying into the things that you see as being dark and realizing yeah. that nothing is actually really dark. It's just mm-hmm. your limiting belief around that thing. Yeah. I've, I'm so um, grateful that I found the courage to do that as well because I feel like it's a big thing. Like whenever I notice like a new fear for me, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to go do that. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, but it's funny as well because when I like notice it coming up and I'm like still in that space where it's still really, really scary, but I know it's because it's my next journey to overcome or whatever I'm just like oh do I have to but then at the same time it's like more than anything I desire to grow you know so I am I'm like fine I'll do it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and that's where collective consciousness is so cool because there's so many of us on this journey right now Mm. that there is like 
a multitude of people that you can go, hey, so I'm working on this right now. Awesome. Let's do that together. Like, let's crush that for me, yeah. like sexuality thing or mm. let's crush love and like really like share our vulnerabilities around it. And yeah. like saying to yourself, if you, if you stumble or fall in whatever area of your life, oh, that's okay. I'm learning from that experience rather than placing that shame and humiliation. Yeah. And because that's such a big thing as well that I, um, you know, I'm really passionate about sharing with people because people need to realize it's not success and failure. Mm. It's not win and lose. It's literally all of it is together. Like success is only a multitude of failures tied together (laughs) until suddenly like you get the result that you you desired yeah it's like not a separate thing it's because if you fail it doesn't mean you didn't succeed it means that you're on your journey to success you learned what you needed to learn in order to have it you got um propelled into the direction like you know like it's just they're the same thing yeah (laughs) Totally, totally. Mm. So this has been awesome. So we covered all the seven chakras. We talked a bit about like, you know, how they show up in your life and as well, um, how, what you can do to support each of those. So that's really awesome. And obviously if you want to keep the conversation going about this, I'm sure both of us would love to talk more about it so we can continue that conversation, um, you know, on Facebook or Instagram or wherever you want to get in touch. But before we finish off, I have to ask you the question that I always ask everyone, Hannah, which is, um, do you have any daily routines or weekly routines that you practice in your life that you feel are like keys to help you stay connected or to, you know, do the things that you're doing in in your world and experience success and fulfillment? Yeah, I think the first thing for me is switching off in the morning and in the evening yes so I really like my morning routine of not checking my phone the moment I wake up mm-hmm. setting an intention for the day and I like to ask myself like what was my fear or what was my my not my stumble but like my opportunity for growth from yesterday and yep. how can I bring that into today yeah um and then from that space I always as well like to like set an intention every day that I want to make a difference in someone else's life. And I'm so fortunate that I have a business now where I get to do that all the time. Mm -hmm. Whenever I'm like experiencing shadow in myself, um, think about how I can support another person to bring that energy through. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. I love it. That's so good. I think that's like, I mean, it's key. I love my morning routine as well. And that intention is so important because I feel it's so easy to get overwhelmed in life and where you're going if you don't have a clear intention. Whereas if you do, it's just like, oh, cool. Well, this is my next step then, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Hannah, where can people find you to get in touch with you and um, you know, ask you more about chakras or learn about your work? Like, where, Where's the best place for them to contact you? Um, so the first place is my website, mm-hmm. which is hannahjoyspirit.com. Yep. Um, and then I'm easily accessible through Facebook, Hannah Joy, mm-hmm. super friendly. And then Instagram, Hannah Joy Spirit Conduit. Cool. Yep. So any of the, and the links will be in the bio as well or the description for the podcast. So make sure you check that out if you missed it. Um, And yeah, it's been so awesome having you on. Thank you so much for being an abundant babe with me. Yay, thank you for inviting me. It's been fun. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, thank you to all the listeners and we'll see you again next week. 
Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. And as always, I so appreciate your feedback. So please get in touch on social media. Let us know what you thought of today's episode and leave a review while you're at it. If you'd like to know more about the You Glow Girl program that I've recently launched, head to my website, violahug.com slash you hyphen glow hyphen girl. See you next week. Bye.